0: I finally had the chance to chat with my cousin and we talked about a lot of different things we talked about family childhood and even about cultures the question we ended up asking a lot throughout the talk was why we dive into possible reasons why shit is still happening such as racism why can't people just understand one another hope you enjoyed the episode cheers okay there you go so basically so so you know how I started the One Drink Podcast to talk about the things that I talk about with my friends whenever we go drinking and whatnot. And these are normal conversations that I have um, with the boys. Like we usually talk about relationships. And then since most of my friends are from Cebu, and then Cebu is more known to be like the place for entrepreneurs, right? Like where entrepreneur yeah. wins more like. Than working in jobs, like a lot of my friends have small businesses, so we talk about those things like we strategize together, we talk about like what are new things to that we can invest in or new markets to go with right so that 's basically what we talk about with my friends' relationships also rants about their girlfriends and everything so I can't relate <laughs> since i 've been single for so long, and what I wanted to do. Was talk about something that I'm not really, that I haven't experienced firsthand, right? Such as like the one of the Black Lives Matter movement of the George Floyd thing,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know. So you'd have a better idea because you're in the states, right? And like the Asian hate crime thing that's been happening there in San Fran. Mm-hmm. So, like, what I wanted to ask was we're cousins. We're first three cousins. Your mom and my dad are probably the closest in age.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Correct? Yeah.
2: Like two, yeah. Three.
0: And then they're also, they were also the closest growing up.
2: Yeah. Right? For sure. And
0: basically, with Lola Melita being so strict and having all of her rules with like the <laughs> prayer and family. Yeah. So family's very important, right?
1: Uh-huh. So
0: it, Basically, on the base itself, our, our foundations are very similar
1: mm-hmm. one yeah. another.
0: It's just that we grew up in different environments. So you grew up in the states; you were born and raised in the states, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: And then I was born here, obviously in Cebu, but now mm-hmm. in Manila. So, what is your journey like um, growing up? You know, how what is it like being Asian? <laughs> being a filipina <laughs> Philip Phil M, being a legitimate Phil M.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, side note on that by the way, when I was there in the Philippines, everyone when I said I was like Phil M, people mm-hmm. thought I was legit half white. Yeah. It doesn't help that my skin is also very fair. Yeah. So people really thought that I was half American as in half white. I was like, no, 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 Philip Phil, Phil M is like different it's it's different in the states when you say your Phil am means that you identify as filipino in heritage or ethnicity Mm -hmm. but your citizenship is american yeah so that was like something that caught me off guard when i was there in the philippines yeah um but to answer your 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 question
0: yeah that's true uh, actually what you just said the a lot of like Phil ams we consider Phil ams are foreigners basically um one parent is Filipino, and then the other parent's a foreigner. So that's the Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's different. So yeah. th- in terms of, like, those stuff, like, it's already different, like, the understanding of one another, you know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. so I definitely had to find a way to clarify that
0: mm-hmm.
2: also. Um, in Tagalog, which was really hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. But that's um, weird is because, like, yeah. you're... <laughs> You were born and raised in the States, right? And yeah. we were born here in the Philippines, like Cebu. But our Tagalog levels are still... Like, your Tagalog is probably better than mine, right? So
2: No, no, definitely <laughs> not. I, I really sound like an American <laughs> trying to speak Tagalog. Yeah. It's really it's really bad.
1: Yeah, for sure. When
2: I was there, my friends were like, you sound like you're three years old when you're trying to speak Tagalog. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It's because of the accent, right? Like... Which is also, (laughs) to be honest, like a lot of people say like, oh, why don't you speak Tagalog? Or why don't you speak, I'm just like, I was born in the house where we would only speak in English and my mom would talk to us in Tagalog, but we would respond in English, right? So it would be kind of weird, right? Like we could understand the language, but like, it's just the accent is so strong. That's why like, we just prefer not to be called, (laughs) not to speak in Tagalog because we pronounce the words wrong.
2: Yeah, actually, so that's a good segue. So growing up here in the states, I wasn't around a lot of Filipinos, oh, so I was yeah. actually like the token Asian in a lot of my friend groups because there yeah. just wasn't any around where I'm from. And just to give context for your followers, I, I'm from Silver Spring, Maryland, and growing up um, as a kid here, there was I wasn't really around a lot of Asian people. We just mm. weren't in that. Um, pocket in that neighborhood where there were a lot we mm-hmm. I was around mostly white people
1: uh-huh.
2: um, so growing up was really d- different like I don't mm-hmm. necessarily have the same upbringing as a lot of my other Filipino friends who are mm-hmm. constantly around other Filipinos mm-hmm. um, a lot of people a lot of other phil ends in the states would probably say I'm whitewashed because of my upbringing mm-hmm. Um so white washed,
0: whitewashed. meaning like you're basically born in a white or an American based community, is that what you um, mean like by white washed?
2: Yeah. So there's a in the states there's obviously there's a lot of different kinds of people that come to the states. We're supposed to be the country of immigrants, right? And so mm-hmm. we're supposed to celebrate different cultures. Mm-hmm. So when people call you whitewashed it means that you have this influence of white culture that mm. overtook your the culture of your ethnicity yeah so okay. it's it's meant to be an insult is, like, yeah. is exactly okay. what it is um so uh-huh. so yeah like a lot of like i didn't necessarily grow up with a karaoke machine which is stereotypical in a filipino household
1: uh-huh uh-huh um,
2: what else? Like I, I didn't have a giant spoon and fork in the kitchen or in the dining room, but I was—that's mm-hmm. apparently a, a stereotype of a uh-huh. Filipino household. Um, mm-hmm. And not to say that it's a bad thing, but mm-hmm. it's just not something that I grew up with. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, growing up, hearing somebody have the the Filipino accent, just like kind of like how you said, it mm-hmm. sounded funny to us. Yeah. And obviously, things like words like "pack." In in the Philippines, the Like if you pac. say
0: pack and pack yeah. in Pac-ger, that one. The <laughs> exactly, okay. exactly. that's used... so funny to yeah. us. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, I'm sure like other Phil Ams would understand why that sounds funny too. Yeah, for sure. Um but for us since we're just connected a little bit and and we can see that our family is quote unquote whitewashed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't sting as much because both of my parents speak fluent English their accents sort of um I guess disappeared over time mm-hmm, the more mm-hmm. that they had to speak English yeah it's coming back now I don't know why <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. English.
2: their accent's coming back but
0: their English um, accent or the Tagalog one
2: the, 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 the Tagalog accent oh, okay, comes back yeah, yeah, yeah. as they age I don't know why though but yeah. Maybe I think share. it's
0: because my it's because our parents are talking a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like there'd be times, um, so the, what is the magic jack, right? That was the oh yeah, is like to call you guys before, right? And then I remember my dad would be speaking in straight English, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like there'd be an accent and everything. I'd be like okay. And then, <laughs> It'd be different now like when they're here when like you guys would visit because you guys would visit a lot fortunately enough na we've we've had like it's been a blessing that like, you guys instead of like the usual seven years of visiting that we used to go through like oh when when's the next time we're gonna see the gorces it'll be like oh seven years from now christmas seven years from now or something like that so
1: yeah. it'd be
0: quite a while but like fortunately and yeah. Um, we've got to cut that timeline down. So instead of like seven, it became like slowly five, then four. And it wouldn't just be like you guys flying in here. Like a family would be blessed enough to fly there and everything. So the family tie thing, which Lola really, I guess, you know, really wanted is still there.
2: Yeah, you know Lola, she was always the bridge for every family. So, she was always trying to get the family together, no matter what. Yeah, for
0: sure. For sure.
2: Yeah.
0: And she was also...
2: I I have a question for you also. Yeah, go ahead. So, so when you came here, did you notice any differences in culture? Like, did you feel kind of, like, awkward in any way?
0: To be honest, like, even if... Like, when we travel as a family, right, Um, and we would go to the States, like, I know that we can speak straight English. Like, our Mm -hmm. English is, like, straight, and it's good, fluent. But when you go Mm -hmm. to the States, it's like, or when, when I go to a new environment, my, like, even, for example, like, when I moved to Manila from Cebu, or when I moved to Cebu from Manila, I was speaking more Tagalog in Cebu for a while, so it was English Tagalog, and then I'd I'd snap and I'd, I'd start speaking Bisaya. Then when I would go to Manila, it would be like Bisaya English, and then like the Tagalog would go in like later parts. When I would when we would go to the states, it's like even if we knew how to speak English, like our Eng- the English language sort of got broken because like we'd mix in Tagalog and everything and be like. You know it's weird, but yeah, being in the states is like it's different, I guess, like adjusting to your schedules and all, you know, but
2: what do you mean by that? like we're super busy all the time, <laughs> yeah,
0: like you know how <laughs> I remember when Toffee visited, right, like when he would visit for his gate rate stuff or his um the fitness the gym here before right,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um. He Coffee's would.
2: my brother,
0: by the way. Yeah. For yeah. The trainer, trainer, trainer
2: <laughs> When
1: trainer Gore
0: <laughs> When he would visit here, right? Um, he would say like, "I don't want to do anything." <laughs> like, he would literally just say like, "I don't want to keep having to jump from house to house to house to house." Like, he just wants oh. to have a base, and then you can visit or whatnot. But like, you know, it's also the family thing where in. Like, you want to make up for lo- lost time.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, which
0: is also different. Like, I'm sure that's different for you when you visited here as well, right? And uh, you had a lot more time to just, like, chill out, like, not have to force conversations that don't need to be forced, like, <laughs> don't have to share everything in one go, share your whole life in one go, just because, like, you're making up for lost time. Like, you can just do it gradually yeah. at, at a more comfortable speed, you know, yeah. so that's... yeah. I guess that's one thing that mm -hmm. changes
2: yeah you're definitely right about that the sense of time is very different i mean Mm -hmm. this is something that i've heard a lot about americans is that we we we're married to our jobs and we don't Mm -hmm. necessarily have time to do all the fun stuff yeah so yeah so of course when we go there we're on vacation and we want to really just relax and yeah spend time with family we don't necessarily need to know like who are you dating how's everything yeah, how's yeah. work going how's all of this of course they're gonna ask you that but yeah. like organically not like you yeah, yeah, yeah. need to set a meeting at three o'clock and yeah, yeah yeah for sure for um, sure yeah so like it's it, it is nice to we, I'll say this when we go back home to the Philippines we we're able to do more things together that we wouldn't be able to do at home Mm-hmm. So, like, we'll be able to go to, like, I don't know, like Barakai, for example, yeah. or another nice beach or something that we yeah. wouldn't be able to do in the States because there's only so many beaches that look like Barakai in the
0: States. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. So, or, like, or even just like having huge to, family yeah. gatherings. Or so go to Green Hills. Like,
0: it's always like a must.
2: Oh, though. yeah. So, making salad <laughs> oh, every yeah, <laughs> I know, know what that was like. like.
0: <laughs> Which is weird, right? So, like, yeah. Going back, like, you guys visiting from the States and then coming here, right, with the strong American accents. And we go to Green Hills, they'll be, like, automatically the the salespeople will be, like, "Oy, foreigner yan, mas marami yeah. yan, right? So, because of the accent. But, same as, which will go back to our original topic, which was, but if you're, like, a film in America, right? Like, yeah you're looked down upon because, like, oh, you're mm-hmm. whitewashed, like you were saying. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> was it any different? I've actually
2: heard both. Yeah. So growing up, um, so unfortunately, my parents spoke Tagalog to each other only. Um, mm-hmm. And the level of proficiency in Tagalog kind of got worse and worse mm-hmm. as you went down the line of each kid. Mm-hmm. so like obviously by the youngest kid you get to the youngest kid they don't know any tagalog mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and it seemed as if my parents purposefully did that they, mm-hmm. they didn't talk to us in tagalog because they wanted to be able to have their own secret language like mm-hmm. they had no time to have privacy time they had <laughs>
1: yeah. five kids and yeah.
2: both working they didn't mm-hmm. have so like, yeah we didn't have a yaya, or we did have a yaya, in my younger years so she mm. left after i turned five or six yeah so she, my, my parents had four kids and then five after i turned eight
1: mm. and then
2: so they were just using tagalog as a secret weapon to keep <laughs> secrets from us no idea what they were talking about mm. so when i would hang out with like my other filipino friends when i would whenever i would find them <laughs> um and their parents would talk to me in Tagalog and I would look at them like a deer in headlights I had no yeah. idea what they were saying yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you don't know Tagalog are you even Filipino Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like a slap in the face of like, course yeah. I'm some Filipino I just yeah. don't know the language yeah and it's not like I don't necessarily think it was my fault like it was like a whole thing but then mm-hmm. on the other th- on the other hand I had friends who whose parents had accents that were so thick it was hard to communicate with like a cashier in the grocery store. For mm, example. They're, they're
0: Tagalog accents, you mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, they're mm, Tagalog okay. accents. So it was, you know, so they're speaking English, but the accent is so strong that it mm. hindered the communication. So yeah. it was equally as frustrating for my friend because they had to serve as a translator, yeah. but just frustrating in a different way.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. It's like having to teach your parents how to use an email or like get into like Facebook and. <laughs> Like <laughs> there's there's a time I think recently two months ago, like my mom on the dinner table she was asking for help, right? and oh, then really? she's asking for help for like this bank thing or like um, an expense form, right? And then she is like, um, you know, I want I want to I want to ask Isaiah because he's he's the one that's the kindest enough to help me in these things, blah blah blah, and just like. Right, I'm not the one. I I openly admit I'm not the one for you to ask help from because you know my fuse is very short and everything. So yeah, I mean that translation part is different. But like when you were you said that you were the token of your friends, no, Mm nah you're the only Asian person. What is it? Did you feel like left out? Did they treat you any different or Like that's just a. I'm not. I'm not. Like I'm not asking to like insult or anything. Like I really Mm -hmm. because we've never talked. These are some things like, like I mentioned before, and uh, because we were always so rushed, to Mm -hmm. like yeah, Yeah. you you sort of like don't ask these questions or like you just assume that everyone's the same, right? Or and when you were here, when you were here for a long time, I was in Cebu, so we basically weren't. Oh, true. Yeah. Right. So. So what is it like, like being the only Asian amongst?
2: It wouldn't necessarily it would come up a lot, but not in a way that it was bothersome. Mm. So what I found a lot with my white friends was that um, growing up, like it would only come up when like there'd be like key differences. Like for example, they would ask me, like you eat you eat food with a fork and spoon. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. what do you eat food with?
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: like, oh, just a fork or just a spoon. I'm mm-hmm. Like, well then how do you put the rice and the veggies in the meat all at once? So like, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So like so like things like that would come up fairly frequently. But mm-hmm. the one thing that would come up the most was that obviously the strictness that you talked about with Lola Malita translated to how my parents ran their household as well. So mm-hmm. growing up, my parents were very strict, and my white friends didn't necessarily have the same level of strictness. Mm-hmm. And it could very easily be cultural. And I, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that it is, because I don't know any of my white friends whose parents were as strict as mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they would always like oh let's go hang out let's go to the movies on friday and then on sunday let's go grab like a bite to eat
1: Mm -hmm. and i would
2: always have to say i can't go to both i have to pick one Mm
1: -hmm. because my
2: mom is gonna say oh you already went out on friday why are you going out again on sunday and on Mm -hmm. sunday we have to go to mass and it's it's family day Mm -hmm just go on Friday yeah so that was always a conversation I had to have with my friends and they would never understand why I Mm. had such a strict family Mm -hmm. um but but on on the same token though their parents would be like oh Katrina's parents know know how to keep their kids in check if Katrina's going then you're probably in good hands (laughs) I was like uh I don't want that responsibility yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah for sure for sure but was it like, um, were they close to their parents as well? Like, is it like do you think it's a cultural thing that, because you know how oh. they say oh, the Filipinos, no, no, can't can't really say. Oh
2: my gosh! Okay, so this is another big cultural thing. If I ever talked back to my parents, I would immediately get spanked. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, but- were you the last
0: kid to get spanked?
1: The,
2: the no, Carmella no, Carmela got spanked also, oh, but okay. not as much as the older kids. <laughs> yeah. By the time Carmela came around, the parents are already old and tired. Yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Never mind. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Same as Azure, but okay. So like when you would um, talk back, you'd get smacked. I
2: mean Oh yeah, which is, for which sure. Is... So I never dared. But then mm. I would go to my friends' houses and they would call their parents by their first name. They would talk back to them, they would yell at them, they mm-hmm. fight with their siblings, like physically fight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't this is so different from my house. Like yeah. I I would always just sit there in shock and not have anything to say. Like yeah. I, I I didn't know how to process everything Yeah. um but that was a consistent thing that i witnessed and i mean like i, I don't mean to like paint this like white culture as like mm-hmm. such a an aggressive culture it was just it was very different like speaking out and, and voicing my opinion was not always welcome because mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to like take it on the chin and just, mom and papa know best so i'm yeah. just gonna have to listen to them Yeah. where I guess on the other hand, for like my friends, maybe they felt slighted in any way or things were unfair. Mm They're very vocal about that. Mm -hmm. I I may not have agreed how they said it, but that's what what it was.
0: But then again, like you guys were growing, I guess it's because of the the family thing, right? But with regards to the spanking, um, it's good to know that some parents that, I mean, some kids that grew up in that kind of generation, are slowly changing towards the negotiation stage where slapping isn't so welcome anymore, right? Like, slapping can lead into, like, child abuse or something like that. You know, so unfortunately. But but it's weird because you say that because you guys were going to the same school
1: Mm -hmm. where, like,
0: I mean, where would they get their opinion opinionated form from? Maybe, like, because you guys are consuming the same type of media or like same TV shows exposed to the same school, same teaching. So like, where did it come from? Right? Like, is it, it's interesting to think about, I guess. I I don't, I personally don't have mm -hmm. the answer. So that's why I'm bringing it up.
2: I can say at least for my family, um, my parents filtered what we were allowed to watch. Mm. So a lot of the things that other people would see on TV we never even got a chance to see mm-hmm. and and now that I'm older and I see the kinds of stuff that's on tv I'm mm-hmm. like, oh it makes sense now yeah. like maybe there's a reason why my parents kept us from watching too much tv mm-hmm. not so that we don't act like yeah. a Disney channel princess yeah I will. I will go any further,
1: but yeah,
0: but shit, like but, Disney. Disney was so like Disney was so much better before. Now it's like trash. But I
2: know, but aren't they just showing here? Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're showing, but you know, but it,
2: anyway. yeah, no bias. But Disney, Disney was way better. Like yeah, for 20 sure. Years ago.
0: For sure. <laughs> I remember we like in Cebu, like we didn't even have Disney, so like. Whenever we'd go to Manila Lake and then we would watch Disney and Casa or something, I we'd just be mm-hmm. so invested because
1: mm-hmm.
0: we wouldn't have the, that kind of shit. In. That was
2: legit. Like so did you watch So Weird?
0: No. I don't even world? Think, nope. Nope. No, none of oh that my is Cebu. So it's like so if there's like the US as like a first world and then the Philippines as a third world, right? And Manila's like the top of the third world, Cebu's probably like Third level of a third world or something. Like that. So we were like, when they say that, oh, were you living under a rock? Sometimes it was, you know, true. It felt but like that. Yeah, just because we didn't have Disney, but everything else, like we had internet, we had like cars, we had everything else. So
2: yeah, but you you guys are like the best soccer players. When I went to go visit you in Cebu, yeah, and uh, like you guys were like insane in soccer. Yeah, no, well, sorry, foot football.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
0: we had because we were in the small school, so. You know, competition was <laughs> competition was okay. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs>
0: hey. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so that that was growing up. You were always the token growing up in high, grade school, high school, same grade school, high school, I'm assuming, right? Um,
2: in high school, it got a little better um, mm-hmm. uh, because I went to a bigger school, um, mm-hmm. so there were a lot more Asians that were present in my high school, but still mm-hmm. not a lot of Filipinos. Specific, there are some. Mm -hmm. But in comparison to the rest of the Asian population, we were definitely a minority within the minority.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. So, what is it like? So, you being in the bigger school, there were, was it white dominant?
2: So, in high school.
0: In high school. European dominant or what? What is it
2: it like? It was split between white and black. Mm -hmm. Um. And and a lot of that has to do with because the high school pro the high school that I went to had a really good athletic program. It's okay. particularly American football. Okay. Um so a lot of the athletes that were that we had, um, a lot of them were black.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I don't know if there's a reason why for that. There probably is, but I mm-hmm. obviously I didn't like do my research, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: um like, I mean, of course, like, n- not every black student was an athlete also. Like, I'll just put that out there, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, it was majority white and black. And then the next dominant, if you want to call it, that would be Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And then Asian.
0: Mm-hmm. Asian would be, like, um, Filipinos, Chinese, yeah. Japanese, and everything. Okay.
2: It's, it was mostly Chinese. And Korean. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, everybody else was kind of like around the same, like Vietnamese, Thai, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Filipinos. We were all around like the same number of people, okay. more or less. Um,
0: did you, like, as early as high school, did you or did you experience racism already there? Because I remember that was like when Logan moved to the UK. My, that was one of the things that my dad is saying, like, oh he's gonna experience he's going to experience um racism and I'm just like if he experiences racism then he experiences racism, you know, like can't do anything mm-hmm. about that. But like as early as yeah. high school, did you experience racism there? And like what was it like? If you don't mind me asking, you know, uh-huh. if you were bullied in high school <laughs> like
2: um, I mean, I was bullied in high school, but not because of my ethnicity. Mm-hmm. It was because, I, I mean, like, I have a very particular, like, laugh.
1: So <laughs> a lot of
2: people make fun of my laugh.
1: Yeah.
2: Which didn't make me feel good as a freshman, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I kind of, like, minded my own business and stuck to the people that, you know, understood me. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I understood them. So a lot of them were Asian that, yeah. you know, didn't really engage with the popular crowd we, had, mm-hmm. we even had our own um culture day and my the asians were international students association
1: mm-hmm. which is
2: funny we, we have international in our name but we're comprised of just asians <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's so weird and then you yeah. had like the latino students association mm-hmm. and the uh There was a, I forgot their name, but there was also one meant for African-Americans and and, Mm -hmm. uh, and other black people,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. So I I wasn't bullied for my ethnicity,
1: but Mm
2: -hmm. I think um, before anybody could really target us for being different or being Asian, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. we would always jump people, jump jump the gun, kind of like we beat people to the bullet, like, so, what, like, what did you say? So, like, we would, like, throw up, like, the peace signs, like, throwing up two fingers mm-hmm. and the peace signs in pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we would, like, make jokes about, like, fried rice and soy sauce. So, like, mm-hmm. nobody else could really, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, and looking back on it now, it's probably not the best thing that we could have yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, um, Especially in today's culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was that's how that's how it was back then. Like, if you don't want to be targeted, you beat people to the gun. Yeah. And, and and you make fun of yourself so nobody else can make fun of you. True. Which is kind of sad.
0: Yeah. You think about it. But then again, that's also, I guess, part of like it's part of growing up. You sort of learn those things as well. Like, mm-hmm. like what like you mentioned, uh, looking back at it now, quote, unquote, like that's the exact line that oh had I known better back then would like would it be different? You know, would I still be the same?
1: And then mm-hmm. you kind
0: of learn from it. So Yeah. What about now? Like, um so you felt more comfortable with just other Asians?
2: Yeah.
1: Because
2: mm. okay. they were the most like me. They they knew what it was like to have forks and spoons in their house or to eat with chopsticks. Even though Filipinos don't really eat with chopsticks, but mm-hmm. it was like like at the time, embracing your uniqueness within the Asian culture wasn't a thing. It was mm-hmm. if you're Asian, then you're like me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: To mm-hmm. oversimplify it. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. So like if you're Asian, then you then you and I automatically can understand each other. Yeah. But nowadays, especially among AAPI and like the Stop AAPI Hate, everybody um, who's part of that movement would mm-hmm. say that we're not a monolith, we we have unique qualities in each Asian country. We're not mm. all the same. Yeah. We don't all look the same. Yeah. Um, but that was but that was something that sort of brought camaraderie back in the day because mm-hmm. it was it was already hard enough to find a Filipino for me. For
1: mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. So
2: to find another Asian that kind of understood me and having strict parents and focusing on school mm-hmm. that was enough for me at the
0: time i was only like what 15 so yeah
2: yeah, yeah,
0: for sure yeah okay makes sense well um when so the way i would describe the goruses whenever they would come home (laughs) right they'd always be like these this extreme not not actually, no. Fuck that. You guys were the strong personality ones, right? And I'd be like, damn, Toffee's so cool because he can speak out. He can speak his mind, and like Katrina, she she didn't give a shit. Like if there was something wrong, she'd say something that was wrong, in a polite, more polite way, you know. So like, <laughs> like it wouldn't be like as unfiltered as as Toffee, but like the the opinion was there, you know. But like, were you able to? Um, so, you, where did you build that type of character? Like, was it because you were surrounded by it, like you were with amongst other Asian Americans or Filipino Americans, Koreans, Chinese people? Mm-hmm. But you still had that um, opinionated form. Was that just because you were exposed to the culture more, or
2: yeah, absolutely? I, I would say yes, because I mean, even in school. Um, well, to give context, I went to Catholic school. Uh, in elementary and high school Mm. also in in university and college Mm -hmm. um but in college it's like anything goes yeah um but especially in elementary and in high school if you in in Catholic school in particular you are supposed to follow rules but then you're also supposed to uphold a certain kind of character so like they Mm -hmm. teach you and like the equivalent of values formation. They, they teach you to just des- to decipher right from wrong mm-hmm. and then what you're supposed to do
1: mm-hmm.
2: if you come across a situation where you know it's wrong. So you're supposed to say something.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We're sort of conditioned to have an opinion, to practice judgment and to do something with the judgment.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is probably where I struggled the most when I went there for a long time. Um, I was there for about eight months. Mm.
0: And, oh in the Philippines in the Philippines yeah no, in the Philippines,
2: yeah. sorry, yeah. It was it was in the Philippines for mm-hmm. eight months. And the biggest challenge for me was learning how to tame my American culture, especially I will also for an additional context, I lived in New York for ten years. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> living yeah. in New York City is a, is its own beast and yeah. you have to sort of defend yourself or else nobody's going to do it for you you know you yeah. have to do it for so sure. I had to learn how to tame that going to the Philippines because even my version of soft-spoken being soft-spoken and being polite is still too aggressive for Filipino culture mm-hmm. it was something that I had to learn mm-hmm. while I was there I didn't do I don't think I did a very good job at it to be honest mm-hmm. but like I'm very bad at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you put me in an American context and I'm with I'm I'm with other American people, I'm probably the most soft spoken out of the group. Um, mm. which is kind of surprising because you know me, like I'm pretty opinionated, I'm pretty mm. outspoken. But just to put like context, like I only really show that side of myself to my most trusted friends. Mm-hmm. But if you put me in a room full of like other colleagues, like mm-hmm. in a in a work environment, I'm probably the most quiet because I like to practice. I don't know. I just want to make sure I understand the whole picture before I say something, and I don't make myself look like an ass. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Honestly, like I yeah. don't want to jump the gun and shout out an opinion and just be completely wrong. Just outright, yeah, yeah, yeah. outright wrong.
1: Yeah.
2: But then when I was in the Philippines. Even after doing that, people would be like, "Oh my gosh, Kat, you you really said that." I was
0: like, "What? What did I do?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for <laughs> sure. Which but is I weird, know. actually. Um, when it's something that I think that Filipino people in general are also—what I notice, at least—they're very. They like to keep it in, right? Mm-hmm. This is a this is a very common thing, like. Filipino people like to keep it in their opinions in, and then when the person leaves, they they'll just backbite, and then they'll talk about it, right? They don't say it outright, like their opinions. Talk
2: about it behind other people's backs. Is that what some, you're yeah, some
0: mean like that, or like let's say um, with the likes of your the the people you're with when you're here in the Philippines, like they were obviously thinking about it. There, you guys are going through the same situation. It's just that they're. Kind of scared to say something about it, but you were just like,
2: "No, fuck you." <laughs> Stuff like,
0: <laughs> like that. This
2: is wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah why, like why? I wouldn't say it was wrong, but but I would question. like well, why why are we doing it this yeah. way when yeah. it's not showing the results that we need?
1: Yeah.
2: We should we we should consider another option. Be like, oh my gosh, it's so aggressive. Like, what did I do? What did I yeah. say? Exactly. Yeah. I'm just suggesting another option.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. feel like. You just suggest another option to your boss. Like, yeah. Oh, is that not normal? Or yeah, no, yeah. it's not. Exactly.
0: That's that's exactly the thing. Like they're very like oh whatever the boss says goes. You know there right. there's yeah. no there was no sense of fighting for your rights or like no this is shit. They just take take it in. You know. I remember when I was working <laughs> when I was working not for Gabs and everything <laughs> <laughs> like uh, in the corporate world. Corporate, I was working for Heineken, right? And then there was something wrong. I would really be like, This is so fucking stupid. I'd, I'd like s- swear. I'd be like, This wow, is so you let stupid. it all out, huh? Yeah, I'd be like, What well, the is so fucking stupid? Why are we still doing this shit? Blah, 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 blah. It's not my job. And then at the end of the day, I'd be like, When I'm done, when I'm done bitching, I'll be like, Okay, fine, I'll just, I'll just do it. <laughs> like, <fuck laughs> it. the other person's not gonna do it anyway, so I might as well, like, do oh, it. Oh,
2: you're American, Josh. That's
0: so American. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like, you complain, you complain, and then, like, you just fucking take it in, like, okay, fine. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this anymore. Yeah, so there's that. Yeah,
1: you do well, you do well here in the scenes. <laughs> yeah, but
0: but then again, I'd also probably be, like, I'm like, when we would visit, right, I'd be, like, unsure, like, oh, am I stupid <laughs> or something like that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it really does make you, you know, different, I guess. Especially being, I mean, not necessarily being in New York. Like I, like you mentioned, that like New York is a different beast. Living in New York, but mm-hmm. when I was there, like, yeah, people are opinionated, and I was just like, when I would try to take it in, I'd just be like, oh, that person must have been, must have had a hard day or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here on vacation, like, I'm living <laughs> here like a week, maybe. Right. I'm here for a week or three you get days to
2: leave.
0: <laughs> I get to leave, but like living in that type of place, like having to deal with this every day, you know, that's tiring. I would understand. Yeah. so that's sort of where I get it now like whenever someone like just has a bad day, like how I understand myself like when mm-hmm. someone's having a bad day, I'm just like, oh he he's had a hard life. So I'm like, I understand you, you know? <laughs> but It's different, but I don't know. Um, what I don't understand is like it came to a point wherein like whenever people would complain, let's say they have an immense, like so I would understand people, right? But what I don't understand is na, how people could hate at the level of the hatred like that's been going around especially mm-hmm. now that that's mm-hmm. always been around to be honest that's always been around it's just that
1: uh-huh.
0: now people are talking about it more right it's people are more uh-huh. open to talk about it right so i don't get why and if possibly you can give me a little background if you have any opinion on it like sure. like why are people to... why are uh-huh. people like so mean to like um african americans why are people so mean to asians like they they all grew up in sort of like the same culture and whatnot
2: um well it's hard to say because every situation is a little bit different but Mm -hmm. just to say in general Mm
1: -hmm.
2: i would say that the people who have that level of anger and hatred just are simply they simply just don't understand they're not cultured enough to understand
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, where the differences are mm-hmm. and because they can't understand they're forced to sort of think of it in the way that they've always thought about a situation mm-hmm. that they, they're thinking through how they were brought up their own lens and this is just how things are and why can't they just do it this way mm-hmm. and when so, of course, that's, that's already a conflict. And when the person of color pushes back, like this, that's just not how it's done in my country, they're like, oh, well, you're in America now. You should change how it is. You should, you should change how you act because this is how it is. And yeah. so, like, that's just, I think that's probably the most general mm-hmm. way that I can think that I can explain it. Um, but when it comes to specific ethnicities, uh, I think there is a long history uh, on the relationship itself. Mm-hmm. So in particular with the African-American community and, and, and the Black community, I, I don't know, I'll, I know a lot. I just don't know all of it because I'm not Black. Um, mm. But when I went to college, I went to a predominantly Black Mm-hmm. college you know it was again another kind of token asian just in a mm-hmm. different environment and for 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 many of them they were brought up in an environment where they've also had to just fight to survive
1: mm-hmm. and
2: when you're i from what i can understand when you're constantly fighting to survive you get tired of having to just justify yeah. Or explain yourself
1: mm-hmm.
2: because you're just in this fighter survivor mode yeah. your whole life. Yeah. Like, and I can only imagine what it's like for many of the people who are poor in the Philippines, where mm-hmm. they have to constantly find a way to survive. Yeah. And nobody understands why they're protesting or yeah. why some certain things are happening in their communities. Yeah. Understand. You know? Yeah. And then for a lot of the Asian Americans, for like for me in particular, it's I can see why it went right under the radar for so many people. Because in our in for many Asians in Asian well, culture. Are you saying
0: are you saying the the same movement, the stop Asian hate?
2: Yeah, yeah. So like stop. present day. Okay, yeah. So so I can see why it went under the radar for so many people because in Asian culture, for many Asian cultures, you're taught to take it on the chin, and and keep moving forward, and, and you fight, mm-hmm. um, but you don't fight back. Yeah, you're taught to respect authority, to respect the system,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but to find a way to finagle the system, legally, hopefully,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. to serve to serve your benefit. Mm-hmm. So. You don't hurt anybody. You don't, you know, you're not like aggressive. But you you work the system privately. Mm-hmm. You're you don't you don't voice out your opinion because your opinion can come back yeah. and stop you in the face. Yeah. Like I can I can see that being relevant for a lot of the members of the Asian American community. Mm-hmm. Not for everybody, but like for a lot, mm-hmm. especially for me. Like. Mm-hmm. You say I'm opinionated in a Filipino context, but in American context, I'm not that opinionated at all. Yeah. And and so, like, it is of no surprise to me that a lot of people are like, "Where did this all come from?" I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, mm. there's yeah. a lot that they don't know.
0: Yeah, for sure. But then again, like in terms of like the. Um, taking it in the other chin, the one that you mentioned, or the, Mm -hmm. oh, we're not used to fighting back. Maybe it could also be in relation, just 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 thinking about it now, right? It could also just be since, like, the African-American community had to go through it for so long and then they're so tired, like, probably their great-great-great-grandparents had to go through that type of shit. Then their Mm
1: -hmm.
0: grandparents and grandparents, and then them eventually... That is tiring, you know, to the family,
1: yeah like for
0: Asians, like it's only like probably the second generation that came from yeah. China. so it could be like a lot less of a generational gap, which yeah you know, which is also weird because um so when we would when I would play football right um i I played with a team full like we probably had like six or seven African Americans, we had seven um Muslim people or Iranian rather. Um, and the culture of our team was okay, except that the only reason, like, it's not that I necessarily didn't like the Black people because of their skin color, right? I didn't have, I had no sense of hate for them or whatnot. But, like, what I would be annoyed about with them is just, I guess it's also that in their culture. I'm not sure if it's because, like, we, there's really a difference in culture, but they were sometimes rude. You know, they were rude, like, disrespectful and everything. And I just, I, I I tell them about it. Like I tell them off and everything, right? But again, like the understanding of it, like when I, when I would like already cool down, I'd be like, why couldn't he get it? Right? Like,
1: mm-hmm. what
0: was so, like when I would a bit, like when I would tell him what I thought was wrong and then he would tell me what he thought was wrong and then I'd just be like, the only thing I can really come back to was, oh, it's a difference in culture. Maybe. You know, mm-hmm. or I don't know, it's just the yeah. reality of things.
2: Yeah, I um I used to work for this nonprofit that would send high school students abroad um for a whole year. Mm-hmm. And essentially the whole point of them going abroad and living there for a year with a host family. Mm -hmm. is to understand the culture through a local's lens, Mm -hmm. um, through a local's perspective. So, like, it would be different if I went to, like, an international school, like Brent, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I actually lived with a family, attended a public school or a private school, Mm -hmm. since private schools are pretty common there,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um, like, it would be different, right? I would probably learn Tagalog a lot faster, and I would also learn like the colloquial like behavior. hmm
1: mm-hmm. Um,
2: like what is a good example when I was there? Like like the Filipino humor, I think, is like probably the most like unique quality that I found and I was there for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like the Filipino humor is very like punny, like you have a lot of puns yeah. which i i personally love yeah. i love puns yeah same um, but like going back here in the united states like puns are not necessarily the dominant yeah. uh, like sense of humor here
0: what's the sense of humor in the states like
2: i think it's people getting more hurt sarcasm
0: people getting hurt sarcasm
2: is really ram- yeah and like being rude like being yeah. rude and sarcastic is a big thing here in america especially if you're around like the big cities
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um I find that like the America is such a big country or like the U.S. is such a huge country that it's hard to sort of generalize Mm because going back down to Richmond, Virginia to -hmm. see my brother the culture is very different there compared Mm -hmm. to New York City and they have a completely different way of communicating of living Mm -hmm. of you know even like how you dress is different. Yeah, it's just completely different. And so, but if I were to generalize, it would be sarcasm would be probably mm-hmm. the main.
0: Yeah, but it's it's also like with regards to sarcasm, it really depends. Like you have to, you don't know if they're really insulting you, but like you have to check out the, the little details, like the tone in their voice, like oh, did they like add like a little smirk at the end or
1: mm-hmm.
0: are they like, do they like smile after or the words that they use, like, you know, it's, it's really different. Sarcasm is a different type of humor, you know?
2: Yeah. Not everybody's cut out for it, so. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. That's why there's probably a lot of fights that happen here because people don't know... People are just joking, or yeah, yeah, people sure. take their joke too the far, yeah. and they're trying to just be sarcastic, and it's just yeah. it doesn't work
0: out. <laughs> yeah. But what I don't understand, like I really find it so hard <laughs> to understand, like why it's still happening. Like we are supposed to be in the age of like information. <laughs> We're at the age of like freaking are we just fortunate enough to like be intelligent? Are we fortunate enough to be smart <laughs> to know these things? Like we're educated enough to know these things, but like we all came from the, like I'm assuming people came from the same educational background, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. schools probably give the same, like don't fight or like fighting is wrong. Do unto the others, what you want others to do unto you maybe that's a Christian thing, you know, like, I don't know. Like, Whenever I see the news, like I understand that it's been so long. that's why they're fighting for it, but like that's why they're still fighting for it. but like, on the other hand, I'm also like, why the fuck is this still happening? Like why is it still an issue when this issue should have been solved like before? you know, like that that's that's what I feel about like this when I see it online. I'm just like, seriously it's still happening, you know so
2: so we're we're gonna get a little deep here. Yeah, go Just for it. So, I actually think that in the age of information and technology,
1: mm-hmm.
2: we are we have information at our immediate disposal,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which means that includes fake information, fake news. Yeah. Right. So, it's really, not, and I'm not, well, I'm not suggesting anything yet, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that opinions insights and all of the anything that could be influenced by a personal opinion
1: mm-hmm.
2: can be posted within a matter of seconds for yeah. the world to see and and if you're not educated enough to be able to see that it's an opinion mm-hmm. and, and and not and not fact
1: mm-hmm.
2: you will you will take that as if it's, an, as, if it's as if it's fact
1: mm-hmm. and
2: and so And I will say that, like fear, for example, when you use words that incite fear, it's not necessarily the word itself that leaves an impact, but it's the fear, the feeling Mm -hmm. of fear. And now fear is now infecting everybody who's ingesting this information, and that that impacts how they post on their stories or whatever. So. So in in the age of information and technology, we have all of this information at our our immediate disposal, and sometimes it's too much to be able to filter through it all. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of conflict that's happening within ourselves as we process the information. And then, of course, when we communicate with other people who are processing it a different way.
1: Yeah.
2: So, and I think that it's more of an issue now because people are able to post immediately. True. So people are able to receive it faster. So True. now it's like, oh my God, where did all of these issues come from? And it's because of the age of technology. We can post yeah anything we want in a few seconds. Um so so yeah, of course that's also a good thing too. Like you don't wanna like leave an important issue hung out to dry and nobody pays yeah. attention to it too. Like that's that's yeah. equally as bad. Um but I think that a lot of because there's so many layers of issues that are being posted online
1: mm-hmm. and
2: are, or that are getting a lot of attention, people's focus is now being like it's I guess, divided.
0: It's like divided yeah. into like the okay, it's there's different like the, layers. Yeah, like they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I can I can hate like 100 percent on this one, and then I won't have time to hate on this one because
2: exactly. Like, yeah.
0: That's how, like, even within a
2: singular issue, yeah, even within a singular issue, there's different levels of attention and how much you don't like a certain issue, yeah, you
0: know, like, yeah. But it's crazy now because, um, like, to add to like what you just said about the age of information, right, and fake news, like, fake news now, if what you mentioned is if you're not educated enough or if you don't get the entire Context of it, especially on Instagram, right? Because I'm on Instagram a lot for our pages, and you know, I have to be socially aware and everything. Like, headlines are such a fucking devious thing, right? It's
1: mm-hmm. like
0: they can say, they can put like 10% fact or 20% fact of a certain issue and then completely change the story at the end, which will still get likes and then it will just change. Like, I mean, like, what they share, what people would share will just be basically the fear of the fear of, the headline and whatnot, so.
2: True. Yeah. I don't know how many times people have said, like, oh, did you see that thing in the news? Oh, I was like, what? You're like, I don't know, I didn't read it, but the headline said, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, you basically told me nothing.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which is like, weird, is, right? So, I mean... Yeah. With regards to like, so I asked, I asked my very smart brother, I was like, Do, so they report like there are X number of cases of COVID here in the Philippines, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's reached a lot. So we have a lot of cases of COVID now. And like in my head, I'm just like, so if they report, if they're able to report it every day, what are they doing at the back end? Why don't they ever have solutions on like, so I question, and this isn't to I haven't backed it up completely. But from what I understand is, they say these issues or like they change the, the, what do you call it? The curfews, right? For, so at one point in time, our curfews at 6 p.m. And then it became what? at 8 p.m. And then it became at 10 p.m., right? And I'm just like, these motherfuckers are like changing it every two weeks. I want to go out. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm being bratty, right? So I'm being batty about this. But I'm just like, so... When I would, so I checked recently, like, oh, what was is, what is different from the situation before than now? Like, why did you give the two hour, a two hour, like, it can be two hour later, or how come these businesses can now can now um, open? You know, so I'm mm-hmm. looking at it. I'm looking at it at a like, so what changed? Like, what did you guys do differently? Because you can't really say like the curfew helped, because. If the curfew really have, then all these yeah. businesses should have been like operating already. Why do some businesses have mm-hmm. to close? Yeah, so that's basically like my current puta. That's my current puta now. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm so pissed. Like, uh, I'm so like, uh, I really don't get it.
2: I mean, it does, it does bring up the question as to why curfews are necessary. Because I was asking my mom about this during the time of Marcos. When mm-hmm. she was there during martial law. Yeah. And, and I asked her, well, what was, why was a curfew, like, you know, enforced? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, because there was, you know, speculation of rebellions happening. So the curfews kept people from congregating. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, so in this context for COVID, she, she said, it doesn't make sense because people aren't allowed outside anyway. So why is there a curfew? Mm -hmm. oh I mean that makes sense so yeah so other than just population control like you're trying to control the people you know you know I guess they're getting a little too political but I mean it just the point is is you want to ask why why and I guess this goes for any sort of information that you take in online Mm -hmm. this is what happened but you as a reader you're responsible for finding out why and I don't think I my personal you opinion, are you
0: are you sorry can you be that you are responsible for
2: for for answering the why. question why like uh-huh. you know like everything that's been happening like okay so there was a, cur- uh, a curfew enforced why or there are there is a protest happening in in Times Square in New York why and then you find, oh, it's for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is Black Lives Matter, and what are they about,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and why are they fighting? You know, p- police brutality. Why? Yeah. Like, I don't think enough yeah. people ask themselves the question why they they want to formulate an opinion and argue and argue against whatever's happening outside and yeah. whatever <clears throat> mm-hmm. whatever they just read. <clears throat> And they don't spend enough time asking why. You know, like a, like a, like a kid who's super cool. At, why, mom? Why? But why? Yeah. But why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think enough people do that. And and that's why we have so many, like, trolls on the internet or whatever. And that's a whole other issue. Yeah. All these arguments that are happening. They don't ask each other why. Or ask themselves why.
0: True. No, but the thing is, like, it's not the man, the... Um my type of why isn't like, Oh, why did they suddenly change? But like the policies, I guess that they put in play also, like they didn't do any different, like, Oh, we have vaccines here and there already, but like, there's not enough education for people to like do it. You know, like a lot of people are still scared of it. Um, the testing with regards to like the testing issue that that happened before, to be honest, I'm not sure if it's because I'm disconnected. I'm. It might be my fault that I'm disconnected, but I don't even know, like, if they mass tested a lot of people, you know. So yeah. it's it, those are sort of the issues that I have with regards to this play, like the especially in terms of social media and the effects on it. You know, it's just fear that they're putting on. These are the number of cases. That...
1: Oh well,
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, actually even, so here's another like difference between the Philippines and and the States. Like Mm -hmm. when I was there, I was there right when COVID, um, like came about, like it started Mm -hmm. becoming more worldwide Mm -hmm. and the Philippines was on lockdown. Like I was there from November, 2019 to May, May, 2020, like, I was like, I was like, I was like, okay, I can't go home. I'm I'm pretty much stuck here. I mean, I can't leave the house, I can't really do anything, so might as well find something to do.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. So, when I did get to, like, kind of go out and about to do, like, food distribution, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I didn't, it was very different for me to have to go through, like, a checkpoint like, I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if that was, like, a normal thing or not. And then, like, of course, like, like oh, no, this is, like, martial law. Like, yeah. this is very serious. Like, this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But then, so, like, we, we think about all of, like, the strict protocols that the Philippines had, having military checkpoints between yeah. each town, mm-hmm. um, and very strict quarantine protocols. and a lot of the house, you have to have, like, these passes to yeah. go to the grocery store all of that um when I come back to the states none of that happened like yeah. there's nothing like that and as a matter of fact like I come home and like i of course like this is also when Black Lives Matter happened and mm-hmm. stuff <clears throat> um sorry and um but then like I come home and there's a lot of people who are protesting masks Mm -hmm. that was, like, the last thing that, like, would ever come up in my mind. But, like, Mm -hmm. why are people protesting masks? And, like, I just came from an environment where it's normal to wear a mask in a me because of pollution. Yeah. But then I'm coming here, like, oh, they're like, I can't breathe through this mask. You can't force me to wear this mask. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to sue you for making me wear a mask. Yeah. It was just, like, very... Different. I had such a hard time processing the different levels of protocol, of regulation Mm -hmm. enforced by the government Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and how, honestly, even even though there were masks um, required here in the States, nobody was enforcing it unless you were like a business establishment. You can't enter a grocery store without a mask, but nobody is like forcing you to walk around with a mask if you're outside. Yeah, but in the Philippines, like you, I don't know. I've never, I've never yeah. seen it, but yeah. I would imagine
0: that you would get arrested. No, not really. They just tell you to wear your mask. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Well, no, for,
2: it's not that serious.
0: Okay. Yeah, something No, I mean, like <laughs> the first time I had to put on a mask, right? So I was the same. Like, why the fuck do I have to wear a mask? Like, I was like, oh. I was like, man, this is fucking constricting my freedom. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm fucking American. <laughs> maybe maybe i am an american right i was like this <laughs> fucking this fucking blow of my freedom and i was like okay fine like it's not that like and then when i was seized to wearing a mask i was like okay it's not that bad and then they told they started saying like wear a mask in your car i was just like uh oh, you motherfuckers like i mm. am not gonna fucking do that like yeah
1: none like of
0: that no not, no 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 fuck you <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh yeah. my god there's so many issues like and one year later, like, my my dilemma or my <laughs> my opinion on the whole COVID situation is, we fucking wasted a year, and there's no, still no progress. Kids, yeah. and I feel sorry for kids. You know, like kids aren't able to play outside; they aren't able mm-hmm.
2: to do
1: these things. But, you
2: know, sure. Yeah, definitely brought about a new wave of issues. Yeah. That are gonna take us take time to
0: fix. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. So. Yeah. <laughs> understanding like this is really like under it's. <clears throat> I mean, fortunate. I guess we're f- fortunate enough to be educated about these things, right? It's just yeah. that maybe people should. I guess the final. Thing would be people should just fucking try to understand. Really, it's so
2: tiring. Yeah, but that's a huge ask of other people. Um nowadays it, it seems so nowadays, like just taking the time to ask questions so just so you can understand and not to judge another person, yeah, is really hard. Yeah. Especially if they come from a different culture, like yeah you have to like Navigate a completely different communication style. Maybe they're too blunt for you. Yeah, Maybe the, for sure. Oh, and obviously the vocabulary is a little bit harder to, you know, it's yeah. a little bit more limited. But yeah, for sure, like it's... Well, okay, sorry. <sighs> in the American context, if they're from a different, if they're an immigrant, I should be more specific. The uh-huh. vocabulary is a little bit more limited. Yeah,
0: no, but I don't know. People are... You know, I I don't believe I don't believe in the church, right? But I believe in sorry, I don't believe in religion, but I believe in God, right? Mm-hmm. Lala Melita, I'm sorry, I just I tried. <laughs> she's shaking
1: right? her head right she, now. She's like,
0: "Babu, tell your son." Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I truly believe in, and this got me through. This got me passing grades during religion class would be the idea of doing unto others what you want others to do unto you. So basically
1: mm-hmm.
0: whatever you do, just like basically you know, be able to take it in if you're gonna be like a shit if you're gonna be a shithead, then be prepared for people. As long as you can take people being shit at to you. So of that, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: I
0: guess that's my
2: That's true. I, I, for one, okay. I'm only a shithead to people that I know that can take it and that understand that I'm not actually serious. Mm. Like I, so, I like I like being difficult with people who like I care about because they know that I'm just joking.
0: Yeah, so you're also an American in that sense. That's how we know you're American. because oh, yeah. you're sarcastic. Oh yeah, you're like oh.
2: oh yeah, for sure.
0: So I have to I have to like um, study your tone the context that you're saying, your facial expression, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, are you joking?
2: Yeah. See, that's why I only do it with people that I trust because it takes time to be able to read that. Yeah. But if they, obviously, if it's a stranger, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that really? Which is weird because I mean,
0: and which is weird because I can read it even if we haven't spent time together in so long. You know, we had like, we, we grew up together, but we technically didn't grow up together. We knew that each other existed, you know, but I can still read your sarcastic tones. Like, okay, I'm ready to, it's 12 o'clock. I'm ready to go to bed. Let's, let's end this podcast. You know,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay, I
0: can read stuff. Living in America is tough.
2: Yeah. It is, it is tough because you sort of have to tread carefully, especially nowadays because it seems as if a lot of people just have opinions about everything
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you're just like, man, I just want to eat my burger in peace and not have to talk about all of this yeah. stuff. Like, I really just want to have a good time. You yeah. don't have to worry about insulting me or yeah. just just eat.
0: Yeah. This is <laughs> why eat. this is why the the topic was brought over through one drink. Right? So, mm. at least it's that's the concept of it all. <laughs> It yeah. makes a, it like, makes conversations a lot easier.
2: For sure. Well you just you just like I don't know how to say it in English now, but you just like you make guento you make yeah. conversation. You make you chica,
1: just, chica. Chica. <laughs> chica chica.
0: You make chica chica, you have a lot of side the side stuff, so
1: it is <laughs> what it is.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well you just you have a you relax, you talk about it candidly, you be honest but with yeah. an open mind, and then you're good. But yeah. It seems really hard to do that now. Like you can't just be honest about how you feel without getting attacked, mm, um, so. which is part of the problem. I mean, like people want it; it they are rightfully fighting for a good cause, and mm-hmm. it, it, it should be fought for. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. But if they're gonna present an issue, they're gonna have to be able to mediate the People who are sort of confused. Yeah. They have to be able to mediate and help the lost people navigate their way through. Yeah. They can't and they can't expect it to happen overnight. So yeah. there's gonna be a lot of patience that re- that's required of people who are going to deem themselves warriors for the cause. And yeah. it seems as if like they're not even willing to do that. And and that's what makes it very difficult for me personally. Because if you're going to fight for the cause, you have to fight for the cause in all aspects. You can't just be a picky. Th- be the attacker. Yeah. yeah. You can't be picky. You can't be just the attacker. You yeah. have to be able to be a strategist as well. Yeah. You have to be able to take a few hits as well.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, you can't. You, you can't. Like, if you're going to deem yourself a warrior, you're going to have to do everything. Mm-hmm. And that's hard.
0: Yeah. Oh well process but hopefully yeah. like the thing is like when whenever we talk about big issues like this big sensitive issues about this openly and like you have two opinions or like you have you've experienced it firsthand and i've i'm just learning about it right like from your experience and it sort of gives more education on like why certain things are you know so it's a process. Well, you know.
2: Hopefully <laughs> if you it doesn't reach. Yeah. <laughs> you have to think, yeah, you sort of have to like find a way yeah. through it. Um, I mean, I, w- I could say the same for you. I mean, you and I live in very different, you know, environments and you, you're you currently living in a very strict environment right now where I'm, I'm able to go outside mm-hmm. without having to worry about Whatever police presence, mm-hmm. you know, arresting me for—I don't know.
0: Well, the only—the only, the only to be honest, the only real problem I'm facing is the fucking liquor ban. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> liquor ban. They will not never
2: me. have a liquor ban in the United States. Yeah, they will never exactly. have it because America loves their beer. Let's yeah. just be point blank.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, catchy. all
2: right.
1: I really, Good luck genuinely today with
2: everything.
0: thank you. I genuinely thank you. Cheers.
2: One drink.
0: One drink. All uh, it takes. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> well, it's the middle of the day, and I still have a sister to report to, so water is what I'm going to say officially. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, catchy Thank you.
2: Cheers. Talk thank soon. you.
0: I appreciate it. Talk soon. Ciao.
2: Good luck with everything. Bye. You too. Ciao.